What about God forbidding a key ingredient to really, really good bread? Welcome to the What About podcast, where we're going to explore some of the most common and commonly debated questions about life and following Jesus. Not going to claim to have all the answers, but I think we've got a pretty good feel on which questions to ask. So there are tons of questions that people ask, why is God against this or for that? But one of the ones that actually, um, I don't know, made me chuckle a little or maybe laugh a little bit was this question that said, why does God hate yeast or why is God against yeast? And I thought, okay, I probably know where this is going. I, I know the Bible verses about leaven and uh, beware of this certain type of leaven or this yeast or something like that. But I thought that's just kind of a funny question that somebody would think to ask. Why does God hate yeast? Why does God hate bread? This idea starts all the way back in the beginning parts of the Bible, like Exodus, where the people are slaves in Egypt and they are on their way out and God is working the plagues against the Egyptians. And one of the last ones is going to be the death of the firstborn son. And in preparation for that, God says, hey, you need to you know, make some meals. And as you make your meals, don't put any leaven in your bread, no yeast in your bread, because you don't have time for the bread to rise before you cook it. If you're going to eat bread with your meal, you need to make sure it's unleavened bread. And then every year as they celebrate what happened as God uh, brings them out of Egypt in the Exodus, they're commanded to whenever you celebrate the Passover meal, um, you always make sure you have unleavened bread. Don't don't allow any yeast in the house because you're going to celebrate this time when you had to rush out and God was protecting you, but you had to be urgent about it and you had to be on the run. And so, yes, there are times in the Bible, way back in the book of Exodus and onward a little bit, where God says, don't put any yeast or leaven in your bread. And then you come into the New Testament times, and specifically whenever Jesus is in his ministry and he's talking about uh, some of the things that people around him are doing, people like the Pharisees and the Sadducees, we may get into some of those topics later on, but just on the surface know that those are people who are typically against Jesus. And then Jesus would uh, say things, and I forget the verses, but they would say, or Jesus would say things like, you need to beware of the, the yeast or the leaven of the scribes and the Pharisees. And what he was talking about there was beware of, of these people whenever they talk and whenever they teach certain things. And then he talks about, uh, or he doesn't, but Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 talks about how you need to beware of who you are around, of the corruptions that can come because of people that are around you. And he says this interesting phrase, um, a little leaven leavens the entire lump of dough. And so what he's talking about there is beware of the people that you keep around you because ideas spread, ideas grow, and they kind of rub off on people. And before you know it, um, ideas and thoughts and beliefs, attitudes can permeate the entire group of people. And so beware of what you're allowing to hang around. But all is not negative. You know, I know he's talking about, you know, beware of uh, the leaven of the people who were teaching these things who were anti-Jesus and beware of the people who are spreading, you know, corruption and these bad behaviors around you. Those things kind of rub off. It spreads through people a lot really easily. 
But Jesus also would talk like in Matthew 13 when he's talking about these parables and trying to explain to people, many of them for the first time, what the kingdom of God was going to be like. Jesus would say things like the kingdom of heaven is like leaven or like yeast, which somebody takes and hides in flour until it's all leavened. And the idea that Jesus was portraying there is that the kingdom of God, it's planted like a seed, but it doesn't stay there. It's like yeast that's put into the bread. It permeates the entire loaf and it rises and then you would cook it. And so the idea that you're left with is that God's not against bread and God doesn't hate fluffy bread. It's not that he's against yeast or leaven or anything like that. The idea is that yeast is neutral, but it's not inactive. It's actually a very active part of this process. Like lots and lots of things in our world, it spreads out, it grows, it impacts everything around it. And so when Jesus is talking about beware of the leaven of these groups of people or these individual people who are you know, threatening to rub off on you these terrible ideas, beware of that because it spreads. When Paul in 1 Corinthians 5 talks about, you know, it only, it only takes a little bit of yeast, a little bit of leaven to really influence the entire loaf of bread. He's talking about beware of the people who are around you. One of my good friends, Lynn, talks about how, and I, I don't know if this is actually the um, quote exactly, but he says, you're basically the average of the seven people that you spend the most time around. That's the biblical principle of leaven or yeast. It spreads. And so that invites a couple of really good questions. And it's not so much, what about God being against bread or against yeast or against leaven? That's neutral. What about us? What is this idea of ideas that spread and attitudes that influence others? What does that say about the people that we should find ourselves spending time around? What does it say about the seven people that I tend to, if you look back at, you know, my last seven text messages or my text groups or, uh, you know, the last seven people that I actively spent time around, what does that say about my seven? Are they people who have ideas and thoughts, beliefs, attitudes, and behaviors that I want to rub off on me? Because I'm going to be the average of the seven people that I spend the most time around, if my friend Lynn is right. But it also invites another question. Not what does it say about the seven people. What does it say about me? Because most likely, I'm going to be somebody's seven. I'm going to be included in somebody's group of seven that rubs off on them. Am I helping them or hindering them? Am I providing them bridges to better behavior? Or is my life, my actions, my words, barriers to them becoming the people maybe that God wants them to be, to becoming better people. God's not against bread. God doesn't hate yeast. Yeast is neutral. It's not inactive. It spreads, it grows, and it influences people around us. And so, sure, that invites us to think a little bit about who we are, about how we live, and about who we spend our time around. <laughs> 